0: From Mm -hmm. WUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. Mm -hmm. I'm Liam Neemar.
1: And I'm Abby Grise. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: This week, we'll be looking into the new collaboration between the Ohio University LGBT Center and WUB Public Media, and how efforts are being made to highlight LGBT issues in news coverage.
1: We'll wander the streets of Athens to ask people about a subject that has been dominating headlines recently, the election.
0: But first, we've explored many topics involving women on campus and in the community so far this semester. And as a final send-off for Women's History Month, our co-host Abby walked around the Baker University Center on campus to cover the International Women's Day Festival.
1: Those stories and more are coming up on the outlet. Stay with us.
0: International Women's Day takes place every year on March 8th. Our co-host Abby looks into what Ohio University did to celebrate the occasion.
1: A few weeks ago, Ohio University hosted their annual International Women's Day Festival. Their goal? To celebrate current achievements and look toward the future of gender equality. This is where I met Lula Abraham. She's four years old. Although Fatih Mbaye, Lula's mother, brought her here for the culture, the topic of gender inevitably comes up, which makes sense considering we are at a women's event. My husband and I are pretty often on that. Like, we don't have any, like, um, Things that I only do or he only does, like we both share time, you know, like in the kitchen and we both share time, like going to school and doing other stuff. So she she always sees that in the home. Fatih is a grad student and works at the Voinovich School. And she moved to Athens from Eritrea, a small country in East Africa, about five years ago with her husband. I continue my chat with Lula while she's sitting at the craft table. What are you making? Uh, a picture frame. No, you are. What are you putting on there? Gym. All day at this event, she's been running up to each vendor table and having a little chat with everyone sitting there. Looks like you're making a lot of friends. Yeah, because everybody likes it. And how could you not? She is adorable. At such a young age, she's already quite a girly girl.
2: I like green rain makeup and they already have makeup. You do? What time? Like what kind? Like lip shine and some lip gloss and some lip gloss and some nail polish.
1: Her favorite color is pink so I, I don't want her to have that color like as a female color but you know just because
2: she loves pink.
1: Lula is wearing a typical four-year-old outfit, a pink, sparkly dress ensemble, complete with a pink sweater, pink shoes, and a pink flower clip in her hair. While she already seems fully entrenched with who she is, the fact that she might endure gender inequality is a reality that she'll have to face. That's because the World Economic Forum predicted last year that it would take more than a century for the gender gap to fully close. Lula's mom, though, has high hopes for her daughter's future.
2: If I could have it my way, like,
1: I want her to see gender, like, nothing more than, like, you know, just social attributes, you know, that doesn't mean anything, like, it's just like, you know, the way that we have, you know, to differentiate a boy and a girl, but that's it, you know, like,
3: nothing more than sex.
1: Judging from my time spent with Lula, it seems more likely that she'll be breaking gender barriers. And that's the objective of this women's festival. For The Outlet, I'm Abby Griset.
0: presidential election is coming up this November, and a lot of media attention is being focused on the candidates. We decided to send out one of our student reporters, Grace Warner, to ask people how they feel the media is handling the election so far.
2: On a windy overcast afternoon wrapping up the end of March, the presidential election is getting a lot of attention in the media. Whether it's one-sided or not, most people have their fair share of opinions when it comes to the question, how do you feel the media is portraying the election so far? Emily Barber, a student at Ohio University, says that she gets a lot of her information on the election from social media. I would say that... They focus a good amount of the time on sensationalism and, you know, what people are freaking out about and um, the latest stuff. So I think a lot of it is maybe more surface level and you have to dig a little bit deeper if you want more information on issues. Frank Norton, an Athens community member, shared his opinion as well. This is what he had to say.
0: I don't know. I guess they're doing a good job. I mean, because our friend Donald Trump is such a provocative person it seems like you know 90 percent of the stories about him but uh, that's not the media's fault that's uh it's just you know what people want that kind of wild and crazy
2: most of the coverage people feel is focused on the competition between the candidates instead of really what they stand for here's what visiting parent mary harrell had to say
4: so far is disasters (laughs) because everybody is crazy. I mean, this is not what we expect. We we expect for our candidates to be truthful, not dogging each other and not, you know, putting everybody down. It's just not what we expected. We expect the candidates to come out and tell us what they're going to do, not what not fight each other, you know, and that's what they're doing.
2: Thad Oosley, an Athens community member, feels that... Well, it's kind of one-sided <laughs> for, you know, a couple of candidates. Trump and Clinton are getting most of the attention. One's getting, or well, I should say, Trump is getting a great big amount of the attention, and he's not even, you know, he's gotten so far $2 billion worth of ad revenue for free because they keep, you know, you say outrageous things and they stick the mic like in front of your face. And then, I mean, Hillary, it's... Uh, the, the game they play is it's just like Bernie won three primaries this, this last weekend and he won by big margins, so is Hillary ready to drop out? While it is only March, the election process has a long way to go and there's plenty of room for change. For The Outlet, I'm Grace Warner.
1: With the LGBT movement comes a lot of change, including within local classrooms and in the field of reporting. Our own Erin Duncan explores a new class being offered in the fall, which will focus on how to report activist issues, specifically those related to the LGBT community.
5: Attending lecture after lecture and jotting down definitions can feel repetitive as a college student, but it doesn't have to. With the rising LGBT movement, which stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender, comes a lot of change, including within the classroom. The Ohio University Woman, Gender, and Sexuality Studies Department is teaming up with WOUB to create a new class aimed toward LGBT issues and activism. The instructor and creator of the class is Dr. Laura Marzan, who is a visiting assistant professor in the WGSS department.
4: I know Allison um, outside of school and um, knew, so, and then knew that she was the W-O-U-B editor-in-chief uh, and came to her with this idea for a potential class to both improve coverage of LGBTQ topics as well as get um, more, more people from the LGBT community interested in journalism and broadcast.
5: Allison Hunter is the editor-in-chief at WOUB Public Media putting her in charge of television, radio, and digital news. As LGBT issues are seen more in the media, there have been efforts made to change the way this specific reporting is done, like stopping the common misuse of proper identity pronouns and how activist journalism is portrayed.
4: We generally as a society, and I think a lot of times, please correct me if I am wrong, within news and broadcast, we have this assumption that mainstream news And the sort of traditional topics and and things that are covered are not biased, that they're objective, that this is just the things that we cover and what people are interested in. And then all of a sudden you start talking about advocacy and activism as being legitimate topics and activities by journalists. All of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 like you're not supposed to do that. But no one ever acknowledges the sorts of um, ideas, ideologies and Um, sort of status quo cultural ideas that the news and information and broadcasting sort of reinforce on a regular basis as it is. So when we stray from that, that's when we're told that we're being activist journalists.
5: The class curriculum will vary depending on the expertise level and interests of the students involved. In the first four weeks, there will be technology training, queer and feminist cultural studies, and media studies, followed by two weeks of story preparation and planning with the last nine weeks consisting of production and publication of the stories to be potentially linked to the LGBT Center website. Not only is the class going to be helpful for young journalists, but it will raise awareness for the LGBT community
3: in our area. The course offers an opportunity to to be pioneering uh, maybe not compared to other states in the in the country but for our area it's exciting and pioneering and an opportunity to reach folks in a new way to reach folks uh with information awareness how folks can can get involved and we know that there are lgbt people in this world and in this area specifically uh, and so it's an opportunity for them to feel connected
5: Since the Baker Center has the only LGBT center within a 100 to 150 mile radius for southeastern Ohio and the Appalachian region, it is likely that many people who identify as LGBT feel disconnected from the community.
3: Not everyone's able to get to Court Street. Not everyone's able to get here to Baker Center. And so it's an opportunity to connect with folks and provide support through radio through uh, news stories, podcasts, webinars, and, and I know that the class is looking at a variety of different things, and so that'll make things more accessible to folks.
5: The course has also gained excitement among activist students at OU. Student staff member and projects coordinator of the LGBT Center, Sarah Grody, is hopeful that the class will increase media awareness and focus of LGBT issues.
2: I think it's a good idea. I think that a lot of misconceptions from L- about LGBT people come from media sources and media outlets. So understanding how to present LGBT people in a way that's like authentic and accurate and respectful is extremely important and something that's al- often glossed over in um, media, like classes and like um, like journalism classes and similar stuff. So I just think it's a pretty good idea, and uh, I think that might maybe it'll cover some of the issues about stereotypes of queer people in the media. It just seems like it can't possibly do any harm. It can only help
5: the people whose identities are being reported on. While LGBT issues continue to gain momentum, it is important that journalists focus on the value of a message.
4: Everything has meaning, everything has a message, and we have to stop thinking that Stories about LGBTQ people, events, ideas, access, services, information are a special topic. They are just as important and valid and um, relevant within our society, and especially, and they can actually have even more of an impact than regular news coverage. With class
5: registration still happening, students looking to add more to their schedule still have the opportunity to sign up for the class since it is open to anyone and only consists of two students as of yesterday. For The Outlet, I'm Aaron Duncan.
1: That's it for our show this week. Thanks for joining us.
0: The Outlet is produced and hosted each week by me, Liam Neymar, and my co host, Abby Grze.
1: We are edited by Atish Baidya, Susan Tebbin, Kim Fox, and Allison Hunter.
0: Adam Rich is our technical assistant. Our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos.
1: Subscribe to The Outlet on iTunes or find us online at woub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore woub. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: Thanks for listening.